Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana. If this is your first time joining us, we have over 300 episodes for you to go binge listen to now that there's nothing else to do in life besides listen to podcasts. We are a recovery podcast, and I am a recovering addict. Today, it's kind of an entertainment episode because I interviewed a director of a new movie called Shooting Heroin, but it's also a recovery episode because of the topic, because of, you know, the state of emergency that we're in right now and no one can go to movies. I got to screen this movie at home and then I interviewed the director Spencer Fulmar on Squadcast. This movie is going to be on video on demand starting tomorrow and you can see it on pretty much every platform which Spencer will tell you about. Let's join the conversation. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host Dana Keys. Spencer, thank you so much for being on Radio Rehab. Um, we're supporting your movie, Shooting Heroin, which as a recovering heroin addict, I just want to say, I want to commend you on the fact that there was no gratuitous using scenes. like that's, And that's important for my community because it's like we want to go see and support mm-hmm. movies like this, but it's really hard when, you know, like I was I was looking for the movie for your Shooting Heroin movie on, on Vimeo and somebody actually shooting heroin came up. Like, that's actually on there. And I was like, I can't believe this is real. My husband's like, I don't know why that surprises you. I'm like, it's it's a nightmare that people can do that. So how did this movie get started for you? Yeah, thanks for having me. Congratulations on your recovery. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So I grew up um, in central Pennsylvania. That's where I'm from. And uh, I've lived outside of the state for about a decade now on the West Coast primarily. Um, and whenever I returned home for my, actually my high school reunion, I got reconnected with some of my high school mates and, um, there was a lot of classmates who were missing, um, from our class and from surrounding classes, uh, specifically due to heroin overdoses. And it was just a real eye opening experience for me because whenever I lived here, of course, there was plenty of drugs that you could get your hands on. Um, but it wasn't so prevalent and it wasn't necessarily synthetic heroin. It was a lot more, uh, less lethal drugs. And um, whenever I came back home after the reunion and reconnected with friends over Christmas and started doing some research on this epidemic, um, it was really eye-opening how many people were dying in what used to be, you know, uh, like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. You know, there was no, there wasn't this kind of like um, crime and violent crime and death count like we see today. Um, and now it's just, I mean, there's 10 Pennsylvanians a day that die just from opioid overdoses. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. And this is a small town that you're talking it's about. Super right? small, like-, like graduating class of like 70, 80, um, a town I live in of like 500 people. So it's very small. Yeah. And now it's very prevalent. It's yeah, it's really it's it's so strange. Like I I'm really glad I got clean when I did because there wasn't the whole fentanyl mm. like epidemic thing oh, happening, yeah. you know? Like I think I would hear people, you know, stuff was cut with something and I would see people overdose, you know, but like it's nothing like it is now. Yeah. Like it's it's like it's left and right and it's everywhere you look right now. And it's interesting that we're going through this global pandemic. You know, right now with coronavirus, when like the opioid crisis is still there. Yeah. And still raping, especially right now. I mean, 
you know, especially you can't get to meetings right now and yeah. you know, the isolation, not great. Um, and so, yeah, it's a tough time. I'm sure no one is going to be looking at the numbers right now, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they have increased, you know, using right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know the recovery community is like trying to stay as close knit as they can right now. Yeah. But I but I mean, what about people who have five days, you know, like, yeah. how how are they not going to use when they don't have those resources uh, in order to prevent themselves from using or, or stay clean, you know? Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. also because of what heroin does to your respiratory system, I would think they're actually really at risk. Yeah, that's you know? a good point. And oh, another thing about this movie, what a cast. Thank you. Yeah, I love that, our cast. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone in the movie was so good. I mean, yeah. those are some huge names like Thank Sherilyn you. Finn, Kathy Moriarty, Nicholas Tortrue. Those are such good actors. Thank you. Yeah, they were wonderful. And they all had a personal connection to the story. Um, they all wanted to do their part to try and bring some awareness to the opioid epidemic. So they're really lovely to work with and are really committed to the cause still today. Oh, that is so cool. That is really cool that they all had like a personal connection to it. So I, th I think it'd be impossible to not have a personal connection at this point. So everybody's yeah. got to know somebody. Yeah, they say it's know, one or... degree of separation now in America. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how did you, because it's almost like um, they almost become vigilantes lately. And I remember <laughs> like when I was using, I remember, you know, hearing my mom and, and my aunt say they wanted to go find where I bought my drugs and kill the dealers, you know, and say yeah. things like that. And it was For like, sure. I know, it's like, I know. but I haven't seen a movie where they do that, you know, not that that's <laughs> what happens in the movie, but, right. but no, how, how did you think of that idea? So um, in dealing with the opioid epidemic, I try to figure out like the different layers, you know, from the government, what they're saying, what's happening, um, your local municipalities, and then on like the ground floor um, in my small town, America. And, you know, from the research and development I did, the thing that I was trying to figure out is how did things change so much in such a short time period where this became so prevalent? And what changed like since I was in high school? Um, and the number one response I heard from first responders, um, drug addicts, drug dealers, uh, everyone in between, doctors, the number one response I kept hearing about why the epidemic had gotten so bad in some small town America is an overwhelming sense of despair. And that's the opening quote, actually, that I use to start the film from Sophocles is that he, um, it's a quote, despair often breeds disease. And so there's so much hopelessness in this you know, in small town America, the Rust Belt, um, Pennsylvania. And we wanted to make this film uh, to hopefully give some inspiration, some hope to audiences that something can be done that uh, to raise awareness. And, um, you know, the vigilante thing is an extreme because, you know, there's policy in place. There's uh, a lot of good policies getting passed. You know, Pennsylvania has done a lot of good work around the opioid epidemic um, and continue to try to find new policies to, and laws to pass and um, making treatment and rehab uh, more available and funding for that. But at some point, like what I'm sure your mom said or uh, family members would say, especially if they lost a loved one, is, you know, what's being done right here? You know, in this small town where I live in, 500 people, just like in the storyline in the movie, there's no police officers here at all. You know, the closest police officer, Barrick, is 45 minutes away. So what happens whenever there's a drug dealer who's your neighbor who keeps dealing day in and day out? And they've been there for years, and they're still dealing today. 
what happens? Wow. You, yeah. You, so it's just well, it feeling, yeah, just like natural human reactions and that anger and rage that people would feel, especially whenever an epidemic that takes so many lives and takes so many people and ruins so many lives and no one talks about it the way you would like the pandemic that's happening right now, the way we're talking about the pandemic, we're not, the opioid epidemic doesn't get a thousandth of that percentage of uh, attention. I know and it's it's so weird because it's really killing people left and right. And I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to get all tinfoil hat, but it makes me wonder is somebody out there just does somebody just really want to kill addicts? You know what uh, yeah. I mean? Like, what what's going on? Right. It's like, so tragic. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah. Like any other death count like this, there would have been many films had made already. And we're the first film from a narrative point of view, uh, not a documentary, but a story um, that's dealing with this epidemic head on. And there should have been already, like, we should have been one of many films. And we hope there's many films after us. Yeah, I hope so, too. I mean, as long as people keep dying, there's going to have to be. You know yeah, what I mean? And right. and we've got a lot of time on our hands to, to look at things and think about things right now. So, yeah. like, I think it's a good time for this movie to come out. Yeah, I think it is, too. You know, it's, it's strange. Um, I just wrote uh, a reflection, actually, on a blog on how different th- – this is my fourth feature film – so how different of a world it is releasing a movie during the pandemic um, versus, you know, everything that we had planned for today. Like right now was supposed to be the red carpet and the Hollywood and Sherilyn and Kathy and all of them were going to be there. And then tomorrow would have been our national theatrical release. And yet our timing is such that the film is still coming out, thankfully, in home video and cable. And this isn't such an important issue and story that's not going away I'm glad that we can get it to audiences in the safety and comfort of their home right now. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Works. I mean, one thing I don't hate about the lockdown is watching a movie in my bed. <laughs> it's know? not like, bad. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. It's pretty cozy. Yeah. And it's like, you know, especially if it's something like this that I'm going to have an emotional connection yeah. to and a reaction to, like, I'd rather be alone. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, be where I could just get up and pace around my house and process my feelings. And, you know, like, Absolutely. I really, yeah, I thought that was really great. Um, I heard that, I don't know if I am getting this correct. Are you going to release it in drive-ins? We are attempting to. We had a couple of drive-ins lined up and with new developing state laws, you know, with uh, states shutting down. The drive-ins that we had lined up in Pennsylvania and in Florida are now shut down. So we will do it someday. I just don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that was cool because you can go to a movie at the drive-in and still do social distancing. Right. I kind of thought that, yeah, I thought that was a really cool idea. You have to get a petition. One of the drive-ins that we're working with actually here in central Pennsylvania, they were getting a petition because it's non-life All businesses are shut down unless they're life-saving essential or something, how the governor worded it. And they didn't didn't deem a drive-in life-saving, I would argue. (laughs) So so hopefully soon, hopefully this summer, we'll have a drive-in release. Yeah, that'll be really cool. But it's going to be available uh, on video on demand starting tomorrow, right? Yeah, video on demand and cable um, many places. If you don't mind, I'll read all the many places. I would like that. Okay. I would like that. Thank you. Yes. Let Good. us know where this movie can be seen. And I have it written down so I don't mess it up. All right. Um, <laughs> it'll be on cable platforms, in demand, Ubiquity, Verizon, Fios, AT&T, DirecTV, Dish Network, and Sling. And then digitally, it'll be available iTunes, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Vimeo, Sony, Fandango, and Vudu. And more wow. being added. 
so everywhere. That's everywhere. Every, I can't think of it. I can't think of anything more than that. Actually, yeah. I'm like, there's wait, there's other things besides all that. Everywhere. <laughs> you have no excuse not to see this movie now. Yes, exactly. And um, I I really appreciate that it's you know well what I got from it anyway is that we kind of have to get together as a society yes. and as a group of people and you know especially those of us who are recovering from it because. Mm-hmm. We're there to show people you can recover from it because yep. it is possible. It's hard. It's hard. It's the hardest thing I've ever done, but it's it's possible. Mm-hmm. And and to show and also people who have lost people. You know what I mean? Like I know um, I have got some family in a small town in the south and uh, somebody overdosed and the mom of that kid was really, you know, out there trying to help other kids to, to get sober and, and yeah. trying to get them to stop. It was just very selfless because she didn't want, you know, to see another young person buried right and that's how we should be i think absolutely i think yeah that's sort of like the i would say the parable at the end of the film is that we can't rely on someone else to save our neighbor or save ourselves we need to form a community together and do what we can loving our neighbors right now yeah yeah and like to to do it with love and and you know not not go crazy with violence like I feel right. like cuz it's so weird you know when I drive down certain streets in certain areas especially in San Francisco this city mm-hmm. has so much open drug use that mm-hmm. it's disgusting I yeah. I almost feel like they're more they're more involved in harm reduction and things like that and they're and keeping addicts safe than they are keeping sober people sober you mm-hmm. know it's like it's just okay to shoot up outside now and and you can you know somebody'll blow crack smoke in my face and it's like why are those people just allowed to stay on the streets dealing drugs right you know it's just yeah, yeah everything we like have this. right now is not working <laughs> cuz yes! it just i mean it just keeps getting worse it's not working i know I yep. know, like this is not working. It's like it's like it's like Amsterdam and certain mm-hmm. parts of San Francisco. It's like this isn't good. Like yeah. how many like all these shops, like the city's losing money. All these shops are closed down because like, you know, addicts have just taken over certain areas. Yeah. You know, and like they're dying and I'm wondering, you know, how many of them will survive this pandemic? But I also, you right. know, was talking about like the the depths that I sank to when I was using heroin and how disgusting I was. I'm like, I have to be immune to this virus. Like after being on the streets, I really feel like there's no way I haven't built up some kind of immunity. I I think so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is there going to be an eventual uh, red carpet for the movie or? Yes. One bright sunny day in the future. Whenever we can you know, shake hands and hug and normal things that humans do interacting. Um, hopefully later this summer, uh, and we'll just uh, monitor this. But yeah, there'll, there'll be some red carpet one day. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just think this is a great movie, and I'm really looking forward to sharing it with my community and hearing their Thank thoughts. You. Yeah. So, I, yeah, this is really, it's it's really important. Yeah. Thank you. It we really hope overshadowed. it's helpful. Yeah, exactly. And we hope it is a, a good resource, a good tool um, for, you know, recovery communities and as well as an educational, um, tool for hopefully young people. We've had some schools and universities reach out to us about using it as an educational piece. Yeah. So that would be cool. Um, you know, we, I remember in high school, we had all the, uh, you know, different don't do drugs, uh, seminars and as well intentioned as they were not necessarily all of them, you know, made a maybe they made a difference they just didn't uh maybe they weren't as realistic as 
they could have been. And this film aspires to like show the situation as it actually exists. Uh, it is an R-rated movie, but we have a TV cut in the future for an educational option so that we can hopefully educate oh, the next generation. That's really that's really great. And I also like the idea of how the kids in the movie were being talked to. You know, mm-hmm. like the way Sherilyn Finn's character was talking to them was just, you know, I mean, that's real. That's it is amazing. She's also such a good actress that it was like, I love Sherilyn. I cried She's a lot amazing. during those scenes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Twin yeah, Peaks is one of my favorite shows. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's and she's still gorgeous, too. So, yep. yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And like Thanks I said, I'm me. really looking forward to sharing this with my community. And thank you for making this movie. Thank you. Thank you for your good work. And uh, I look forward to seeing you at the, I guess, online premiere. <laughs> yes, I'll be there. I'll be That's at the right. Zoom premiere. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Thanks again to Spencer Fulmar, director of Shooting Heroin, for being on Radio Rehab today. And again, uh, Shooting Heroin will be on video on demand starting April 3rd, and I highly suggest it. If you want to contact us, it's radiorehab at gotoproductions.com. That's G-O-T-O productions.com. You can call or text 415-496-9511, even when we're not in studio. And on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. Tune in tomorrow when we do our weekly roundup. Thank you for listening. Keep coming back. 